Welcome to Quest for Enlightenment. A podcast to raise questions, generate ideas, and gather inspiration for the classroom and beyond. We're your hosts, Michael Dresick, Mark Drollinger, and Brian Seppi. In this quest for enlightenment, we know we are better together and better with you. Our quest is ongoing, and we are so glad that you are here. Our goal is to ensure that we are better today than we were yesterday. Let's explore today's quest. Okay, we're here at TIFFCON uh, 18 uh, for a podcast episode, The Quest for Enlightenment. We're here with Mike Dresick and Michelle Krieger. Now, we just came from one of Michelle's sessions on creating holograms and getting students to create holograms inside the classroom. And we were struck by the possibilities of using holograms uh, both in our teaching and also getting kids to walk through the creation of holograms and the possibilities. So we'll introduce Michelle from Holland Central School. She's the educator innovator of Holland Central Schools here in Western New York. And I'll let Michelle introduce herself. Michelle, tell us a little bit about yourself, your work, and then perhaps lead us into the session. Yeah, so I've been with Holland District for 17 years. I was a special education teacher for about 14 of those years, and just recently, uh, well, not recently, but three years ago, became uh, the tech integration specialist and kind of moved into more of a coaching role and changed to this educational innovator. Awesome title. I love it. <laughs> it always gets people asking me about it, so it's fun. Um, yeah, so one of the things that I just experienced in a workshop, and it kind of drew me to holograms, is... Um, Betsy from Franklinville showed me how to make a template. Uh, she gave me a template and showed me how to make a little hologram thing for my iPhone. And it, so all the materials that she used, she has a template, but then she used transparency sheets, which I'm sure every district <laughs> has trillions of these left because no one's using uh, overhead anymore. I literally went down to our basement. We have 27 boxes of 500 sheets of these. So um, we definitely have the supplies ready to go for this hologram project that I plan on bringing to the kids. So, okay, so the template sheet has these dimensions on it, and it's a good size for your iPhone. And what got me thinking about this is the fact that we have iPads for the kids. And what I was thinking is, okay, I'm going to give the kids this iPhone, iPod template, and I'm going to just say, okay, now how would you use ratios to grow this template so that it works on an iPad? And then I thought, oh my gosh, well, teachers just got surfaces, which also is another size. And so then they could figure out what's the ratio that they would need for a surface. But then the coolest thing is we have clear touch in our district and we have one of the clear touch panels, which I think it's a 77 um, inch panel. So it's, it's pretty big. And um, I'm thinking that this panel is on a convertible stand, so it'll go flat. And, you know, what's the ratio that's going to make that size um, come to life? And I, that's going to be amazing when the kids figure that out. And we can maybe even use plexiglass with that, you know, clear touch. They claim that you could literally have a dance party on it. It's so durable. So um, putting the plexiglass cone on there and seeing, you know, how big we can get our holograms to be. It's amazing. So as a, as a former math teacher, I am really interested in, you know, seeing how at a conference full of technology fans and ed tech fans, we've shifted the conversation to how the students can turn this into a learning experience through ratios and proportions. And 
I think there's so much power here in that it's just, you know, I, when I think holograms, I think Star Wars. So I think we're all captivated by this sci-fi feel, this futuristic technology and, and what it could mean. And now that, you know, we're finally creating it for ourselves. And as I'm looking at your hologram portal or transparency or whatever you want to call it that's sitting on top of your phone, and I experienced it for the first time as I look down and change my perspective, and it's just amazing to see this type of technology. So then it gets my wheels spinning as far as, okay, how can we use this in the classroom? Where can this go from here? Um, and then I love how you mentioned it, to, to bring it to the students, to have them creating and thinking deeper. I think there's a lot of power in that. Can you, Michelle, tell us a little bit about the tutorial that you discovered? And, and we'll put this in the show notes as well so others can discover it. But can you tell me a little bit about how you stumbled on it and how hard it was? I guess because, you know, when, when people hear holograms, I could see there's immediately, well, that sounds impossible. There's no way. Uh, so can you just kind of walk us through that? I will. So like I said, I was at a workshop. I learned how to make the uh, little cone for my iPhone. And then I asked the girl who was in the workshop, well, how do you make the videos? And she's like, oh, yeah, I just go to YouTube. Because YouTube, actually, if you just go to YouTube hologram videos, a whole bunch have already been made. And um, you can look at them. There was a Dory one. My kids absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. They were watching Dory in hologram form. It was so fun. Um, but it got me thinking. Like I asked her, how do you make your own? She goes, yeah, I don't know. So I'm like, oh, okay, I need to know. I want to make sure, like, if I'm going to show them how to make this prism, that they're watching their own creation on there. So basically what I did is um, went to YouTube and said, how do I make a hologram video? The very first tutorial that came up is the one that I watched. And again, we're going to put that in the notes, so um, you'll, you can get that link too. It, it took me, okay, the video is about six minutes. I probably watched it. 50 times <laughs> because he does uh, suggest that you put your video in mp4 format and he goes through like clipconverter.cc and he shows you how to do that and he also uses Adobe Premiere Pro and that is not something that I was really familiar with so that's intimidating when you open Adobe Premiere Pro it's like all these boxes and splicing it just looks like something I who am not ex an expert uh, video editor wouldn't be able to handle but his tutorial was like spot-on it was perfect and I, I very easily went through it like I said I did have to watch it a bunch of times and he gives great recommendations too one of the things I noticed is the recommendation at the end that he gives for how to save it and when you're exporting it go to the export settings and make sure that you format it with uh, the H.264 and then you also use uh, the Vimeo HD because that's going to give you a, a nice high quality picture when it, when it does go through the hologram yeah, I was impressed just watching the video that you showed. And then, I mean, there, there's two parts that really stood out to me. One is seeing the hologram itself and kind of up close, and we were all leaning in a little bit more <laughs> to the phone. And then you walked us through the process, and I didn't think it was all that difficult, like you said, no. to kind of reposition each frame, resize it. That's um, what I was going to say. just walk us through just yeah, a little bit of that, too. Yeah, so um, basically what you need to create is your original video. And the way that I did that was um, we used Do Ink green screen app for the iPad. So what I basically did is I stood behind the green screen, I videotaped myself, um, just a quick little message that said, hey, you know, uh, this is Mrs. Krieger, I'm a hologram now, do you know how I did this? Stay tuned, I'll teach you, uh, that kind of thing. And behind it, I put the beach scene, and um, that was my original video. And then from there, what I did was import that video into Adobe 
Premiere Pro. And once you have your video in there, all you do is you copy it three different times so that you have four videos. So the first overlay video stays as is. The second overlay video, you rotate it by using the effects 90. The second video you rotate to 180 and then the third one you rotate to 270. So what you end up with is a video that shows your video in all those aspects. Um, then when you export it, like I said, it's you know export using the format H.264 and the Vimeo HD and that's as easy as it was. I saved it into my file explorer on my desktop and then I was able to put it you know into a link from Google and sent it to my kids and now got them excited like wow she just made this hologram and I want to know how to do it and so yeah like I said it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see the different levels that we can take this to. And, and as I hear, as a math teacher, I hear you talking about angles and rotations. And this was all the exact stuff that I used to teach in my classroom when I taught eighth grade and ninth grade math. So it's really neat to see it applied in a, in a real world, tangible way. And we hear the hashtag make it real. And this is like a perfect example of that. And I just think that there's a lot of potential here. I think it's, it's not something that's daunting. Um, I think it is the future. I think that we're heading down this path and it's only going to become easier. You know, the first iteration of anything is always it's the most difficult form Absolutely. so you know we're going to look back at this and, and say I can't believe we worked so hard to make that hologram <laughs> and, and in a couple of years from now it's going to be a lot easier so one of the uh, ways that we were I was thinking about using it because I was talking with one of my partners and um, our school every year does something called the wax museum where our fourth grade students uh, take on a character and they all huddle into the gym and they dress like their character and they memorize a speech and and um, become this character. Some of the characters we've had are Bob Dylan and um, Clara Barton and mm. you're just like really unique, interesting characters. I was thinking if we could get those kids to do the same thing I did, videotape with a green screen, their little speech, put a background that's fitting to the character mm. and then show that as a hologram. Um, and you know, that would just be amazing. And I think it, like, yeah, great. you're touching on like the wonder and the curiosity and the imagination. Cause for me, I didn't even get to this session because I was in, you know, busy at different places here at TIFCON. And I just had, we had to make this a podcast episode because I mean, holograms, I just had to learn more. I had to hear more about it. So this is perfect. But I think about the wonder and the questions that, you know, we talk about curiosity based learning and investigating. I mean, I think this is something that's a prime example of something that taps into students' curiosities and something that they would love to explore and learn more about. So, I mean, I want to thank, say thanks to Michelle for sharing this because now you've got me curious <laughs> and now I have to go watch Excellent. this video several times <laughs> and make this happen. And, and the idea, like you said, of just having it expand to an iPad or a Surface screen or a clear touch panel is... It's interesting to see where this could go. So You can follow me at Twitter, yes. and at every moment that I can make this a bigger and bigger, bigger thing, it will be on Twitter. So uh, your Twitter handle is at? Holland Tech Girl. Holland Tech Girl, yep. Awesome. So that's H-O-L-L-A-N-D-T-E-C-H-G-I-R-L. -L -L. Perfect. Yep. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on our quest. We look forward to continuing the learning with you. Connect with us on Twitter at Quest for Ed Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and leave a review so others can join our quest. And if you're interested in sharing your journey by being a guest on an upcoming episode, we'd love to hear from you. Please use the form in our Twitter profile at Quest for Ed Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you on an upcoming quest. Until then, remember to take time to enjoy the quest and teach like you.